Hi, and welcome to Building Perspective with Matt Riley and Molly Elfman. We're here to bring value to you and your team by exploring all things sales and marketing related. All from different perspectives. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, this is not a normal episode of Building Perspective. Um, This is an episode that we are converting from a webinar that uh, I did with uh, Dave Betcher and Chad Sandgren this afternoon at 12 o'clock. It was hosted by Lasso, and we had a lot of feedback and a lot of people asking about getting being able to listen to that on the go. It felt like it was a really great message to hear. And our title was Creating Certainty in Uncertain Times. And I was really lucky and excited to be a part of that discussion with Chad and Dave, both two people I respect an incredible amount and that have just such great messages to give. And we just had a good, we had really good people, had a lot of people talking about how great they, how great it was. And they were asking for more. They were asking for transcripts um, and audio format so they could send, share it with their team and not have to be strapped in front of a computer to listen to it. So this is what we have. So we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll music intro into the audio version of our webinar. So hope you enjoy it and make sure you reach out to Dave and Chad as well and thank them for putting together a great program. So uh, thank you guys so much and hope you're having a great week. Talk to you soon. My name is Angela McKay, and I am the VP of Client Experience at ECI Software Solutions, which includes Lasso, Mark Systems, and LotView. Um, I am so happy to be here today. You know, I think this was probably the fastest from initial concept to execution, the fastest webinar ever. So thank you, Chad, <laughs> for, uh, for planting that seed. We, we got it going quickly. And thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We have literally hundreds of people registered and online today. So, uh, and it will be recorded. That's always the uh, the question of the day is, will this, will this be recorded? We will send it out to everyone probably within about 24 hours, if not faster. Um, and if you have questions, um, everyone is on mute. So if you have questions, um, please type them into the GoToWebinar uh, chat box on the right hand side of your screen or the question box and we will try to get to the questions as quickly as possible. This is a little bit of a different format today. Um, it's really just a discussion and we've got three fabulous speakers. Um, Matt Riley from Group 2, Dave Betcher from ECI and Chad Sandergren from Cannonball Moments um, and they are here today to talk about um, creating certainty in uncertain times. So on that note and it's a, a frank, open discussion. There's no PowerPoint slides or fancy presentations. It's just the three of these great guys um, talking. So on that note, over to you, Chad. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. And I, I think that what's what's interesting is that I think this is what you you need more of. I think we I just said uh, before we got on the call that over the next two weeks, there's going to be more content consumed than ever in the history of the internet before in a that your time and that's simply going to be because people are going to be tied to their computers are going to be tied to their phones they're not going to be able to go to the gyms or the restaurants as much as they were they can't go to, there's no sports on tv unless you want to watch reruns of like the bowling championship from like 10 years ago there's nothing yeah, on and, ESPN, and, right? and we do 
So of course we do <laughs> sports, <laughs> right? So, so we'll last year's so, Masters. We'll watch right. it. You're going to be in one of you're going to be in one of two categories. You're either going to be a content consumer or a content creator. And my thought is everybody has something to contribute and having something to create. And so we should make sure that we're we're taking it in, but then we're giving it back out. So I think that having a conversation today around how to create certainty is just I think it's what we need. And uh, obviously, Dave and Matt, two of the industry superstars, um, to be here with you. I have a lot of gratitude for it. Um, <clears throat> I want to kind of have a conversation real quick. So, Matt, give me some things that right now, that as an as a society, we are dealing with. So, we got coronavirus. What else is happening? Tell me all the things, all the things that are kind of happening around us. We got coronavirus. What else do we got? Well, it was St. Patty's Day, right? We had St. Patty's Day. That's okay. St. <laughs> Patty's Day. You know, yep. but also we have uh, the most historically low interest rates that yep. we've so ever. So those are the positives, right? Low had. interest rates, right? Absolutely. What else? So give me the negatives. Give me the give me the perceived negative. The negatives. So, so we got the negatives. Negatives are going to be the stock market crashed, right? It uh, had to yeah. take a couple timeouts. Somebody had to go send it in the corner to think Perfect. about what it did. Perfect. So, what else? So stock market crash. What else, Dave? What else we got? Well, nobody's able to converse with with each other in, in larger groups. So we're missing a lot of that personal connection that we so become accustomed to. Our day-to-day -day yeah. lives have been changed. We are not able to buy things in the store where we just become so accustomed to that on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, we're not yeah. able to cross the border. Um, we're not able to, um, we're, we're, we're having to deal with a self-quarantine depending on what we do, who we associate with. So there's a lot of uncertainty that, that we're yeah. faced with. Oh my gosh, and, and think about it. I'm saying the oil prices are dropping, the, the, the way people buy, the way people, all those things, the way people communicate, everything's changing. Yep. And all of that is happening, except for, the, except for the virus itself. Everything else is because of, it can be attributed to one thing, and that's uncertainty. The market's collapse, uh, dropping because of uncertainty. Oil prices, uncertainty. Uh, people's uh, way they communicate with each other, uncertainty. Uh, trips being canceled, uncertainty. And we, we have to realize as, as leaders that it is incumbent upon us. We have a moral obligation to be the beacon of certainty for our people because that's what people need. People need certainty right now, not more uncertainty. But in order to understand that, we have to understand that there's different levels of certainty. There's different types of certainty. And so we have to understand exactly w what people are dealing with as far as certainty. There's, there's, for example, Matt, there's rational certainty. And rational certainty is certainty where it's justified based on reason and evidence, right? So there's reason and evidence, and, it, and it's justified by verifiable evidence, right? Not my thought. And then there's irrational certainty. And that's where I base my certainty on a feeling or an instinct, but without, without any evidence. Does that make sense? You follow Absolutely. me there? Yep. So we have to we have to understand which certain type of certainty are we dealing with. I had an example. I had a, I had, a, I had a client who I was on a call with them, and they said this homeowner bought a home ten days ago, and they canceled. They came in and canceled, and the salesperson said, you know, was was really good and tried to keep them in, but said, hey, you know, you're going to walk away from a twenty five thousand dollar, twenty thousand dollar deposit, and. They were like, yeah, okay, I understand that, but you know, the stock market's crashing and we just don't have, we're not gonna have the money to pay for it. And so how do you respond to that? Well, in order to change somebody's view, that has, that's rational certainty. If I'm a buyer, let's see the stock market crashing, it's reasonable for me to say, hey, I'm afraid. 
But as a salesperson, as an industry leader, we have to combat that with more reasonable certainty. And if you think about this, Matt, what if I told you less than a couple hundred years ago, the smartest people in the world thought that the earth was flat, right? They, they, you wouldn't get, you wouldn't, now it's laughable, right? But right. then it was, it was the earth was flat. Well, what made people change their mind? What made people change their view, their certainty level on the earth was flat? What, what, what changed? Facts. Facts and proof. Yeah. Facts and proof, right? So yep. they changed, so reasonable certainty. So, so now all we, what we have to do is we have to provide new facts, new certainty level to these people. Now we can't deal with absolute certainty because that you will lose credibility, but how are we, how are we peddling in, in, in rational certainty? Does that make sense? You with me on that, Dave? Like we have to yep. figure out how do we, how do we do this? So for an example, I said, well, a conversation that you could have with that customer is, Hey, listen, I completely understand that. And it's a completely reasonable thought process. But let me give you a different perspective. Right now, we're having a financial collapse, not because people don't have money. Actually, most companies are very well capitalized right now. And most families have money in savings, right? There's certainly not everybody, but most. And so what's going to happen, what could happen is four, five, six weeks from now, all these people that have been cooped up are going to go out, go back out into the world. And interest rates are going to be unbelievably still historically low, and they're going to make a mad dash to buy homes. Now, what happens, Matt, if everybody in six or seven weeks goes and tries to pull the trigger on those homes? What's going to happen to home prices? Way, way up. They're going to shoot up, right? Yep. Not only are they going to shoot up, but construction time is going to fall back because you can't, you're not going to be able to build all those houses fast enough. So now, Mr. and Mrs. Customer, the same reason you wanted to buy the home 10 days ago is still going to be there. But now you're going to be paying more, getting it, not getting it back for a longer period of time. And oh, by the way, you'll be down $25,000 on top of that. So our job is to give reasonable certainty to people, not, not to accept their, their, their irrational certainty, but give them more reasonable certainty. What's your thoughts on that? Does that make sense? Do you agree with that, Matt? Oh, absolutely. People buy things, especially the large, when it comes to the largest purchase of their life, it's an emotional purchase. So emotion propels the action, right? So emotion propels the purchase forward, but it's is backed up by facts. And the same thing yeah. works in the opposite, right? So emotion will make you back away from something because of that fear or uncertainty, but only the facts of certainty will bring you back to center to say, you know what, this is absolutely the right decision for us. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah so, and you Dave. know what, um, a lot of times we, we have to resell at that point in time and we have to provide assurances. We also have to provide a little bit higher level of empathy, I find, and understand right. people's individual situations. And in many cases, we may have to work with those, uh, with our customers to help them through, whether that help is through uh, financials or uh, waiving of, uh, of some fees or prolonging um, payments, those kinds of things which, which we need to hang on to every, every customer that we have. We really need to make an effort. And yeah. you know, having churn within, within our client base and, and having product come back onto the market is not doing anybody any good. And, and just looking at the cost to resell a specific home or software or uh, regain a client that, that we lost. Um, the effort that we need to put into that is sometimes exponential over what we could have done with a client 
to hang on to them in the first place. So I think just having a, a, a much higher level of empathy for our customers, really listening to them and working with them directly in a lot more yeah. of a personal type of level is, uh, yeah. is, is going to be much yeah. more important. Yeah, and this is, I, I, I think that you, I'm glad this is being recorded because I think most people should go back and listen to exactly what you just said because I think that's really, really key. This is about, I don't think, I don't think for me personally, I don't think I've ever seen, well, not since nine, since the, the weeks and months following 9-11, have I seen a society come together more. Now, you find what you focus you, you fo you find what you focus on, right? So, you know, the idea that you could say, well, there, Chad, people are killing each other for toilet paper and they're doing like you could look for all that. But I see way more acts of good and people coming together than I do the other, right? But so we have to provide that empathy. We have to provide the understanding of understanding what somebody's honestly going through. I think part of it, I I have twin fifteen year old daughters and their world right now is in a is in an absolute state of chaos and what i mean by that is they their school has been canceled right they're going to do virtual learning for the next you know three weeks four weeks i think is what the school said then their spring sports have been canceled their um their mission trip this summer so they were going on a, on a trip with the, with the school uh this summer to spain canceled so 15-year-old kids. Now, people would say, well, Chad, there's people, I'm, this isn't a comparison thing. This is in their viewpoint. Their, what they see is, is, is chaotic. Imagine if their leader of their, I'm their leader, I'm their father, I'm their uh, beacon of certainty. Imagine if I handled it this way, Dave. If I said, yeah, listen, listen, Dave, shit's, shit's crazy. I'm just, listen, Madison McKenzie, shit's crazy and it could get worse. And, you know, you haven't seen anything yet, girls. This is, I'm saying, you could end up losing your entire summer vacation. You could, and, and I started peddling in that irrational um, uncertainty, if I started having conversations like that around them, to them, what do you think would happen to them, Dave? What do you think their world would turn into? Well, I think it would be, it would perpetually spin further and further, um, having uncertainty, and it creates a lot of chaos and stress in a person's life as yeah. well, regardless of, of, of where you are in your life. If you're a child, if you're, yeah. if you're a young adult, if you're uh, just entering the workforce, I think there's a lot of uncertainty, and, and, and we see that now. So you're bang on, Chad, and there's so much information that's coming in, um, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, there's just so much information that's coming with us. Some of it yeah. is actual. Some of it is, is, is not. And I think right. we just need to be able to have, have a, a, a little bit of a filter. But you're bang on that you have to provide a lot more confidence with the people that you're closest to. You absolutely oh. do. It's, it's huge, and and because because this is what I believe to be true, and I don't mean this as any disrespect to any human being, but I think it's us as human beings the way we're wired. When we get uncertain, we get slow and we get stupid. We get slow and we get stupid. We can't make decisions, and we're slow to make the decisions we can, like the, the decisions we're going through. So let me give you an example. Like I want to go out for dinner with my wife, and we there's we will literally drive around for twenty or thirty minutes, and we can't decide on a restaurant even though there's three hundred of them around us. So I can't tell you how many times we've gone out to dinner. We don't know where we want to go, and all of a sudden we end up going back home without having eaten dinner. But if I went out and I said, "Hey, Kim, listen." Um, we can eat at Chili's or we can eat at Red Lobster, right? I've given them options and their certainty level, we see it all the time, decision fatigue. Well, uncertainty is the killer of urgency. Uncertainty is the killer of urgency. <clears throat> and, and we can't afford for people not to be urgent. So how do we, Matt, how do we as human, as leaders, sales leaders right now, how do we, one, provide certainty for ourselves, right? 
so that we can then give it to our customers. And we can get in, we're going to get in a couple minutes of some tactical ways how to deliver certainty. But how do we as individuals, sales individuals right now, who most of us work on 100% commission, most of us were having a great first quarter and all of a sudden it looks like it's in chaos. How do we fill our cups up first so therefore we can give to our customers, our prospects, our loved ones, whoever? Yeah, first, I can only speak for me and what what I do, what I like to do, because I think what you just said is critical. We have to fill our own cups up first with that positivity and certainty ourselves before we can go pour that into other people's cups. And we have to make sure as leaders that our head is wrapped around the direction that we're going, what the game plan is. And a lot of times as a leader of a company, as a leader of an organization, as a leader of your own, so just a social circle, uncertainty really comes from not knowing what to do next not understanding what decision or what direction we have to go um, in general. That could be in any decision or anything that comes up, not necessarily what we have in front of us today, but that feeling of frustration or that feeling of confusing, of confusement, not knowing what to do really, or, or of which direction to go really means that we haven't formulated a game plan and an action plan yet. And once for me, once I get my head wrapped around that, then things, clarity mm. comes, certainty comes. We're gonna start having good, positive, productive conversations and start giving good direction and, and making a, a positive impact on everything around us. Mm. So, so true. I think this is really, really important because I think this is where most of us will will fall or just would I think this is the toughest part. And listen, we're not wired for this, right? I, I, put, I put an article out this morning on, on LinkedIn that we are so hardwired for connection that this is going to be, I believe, one of the toughest things that we as humans have ever done because to, to be self-contained, right? Even if it's, hey, I'm gonna be self-contained with my wife and my two daughters who I love more than anything in the world. But even that small group, I'm not wired that way. I'm wired to travel in packs. And so it's gonna be really, really hard for the next 14 days, 10 days, wherever long this lasts, to be self, self-contained. But we have to understand a lot of it. We, we, for me, I saw it this weekend more than I've ever seen anything where I see people who their industry, their livelihood depends on us getting through this and getting over this, right? And uncertainty, our whole livelihood about uncertainty. And I see them posting on Facebook things that are so uncertain, so divisive. So, and you're, you're, I interviewed a guy on my podcast, Chad Wright, amazing individual. And he said, your tongue is your rudder. Your tongue is your rudder. And what you speak is what will come to fruition. So if you're bringing that negativity, if you're bringing that uncertainty in, that's going to become your, that's where you're going to end up going. It starts with what are the what are we saying to ourselves? How are we uh, are we dabbling in the rational certainty or the irrational? Does that make sense, Dave? You agree with that? Like we have to be yeah. really mindful of what we're putting in the world. Yeah, I, I I totally do, Chad. And a lot of it comes down to being educated ourselves, doesn't it? It really comes down to getting information, be able to format it, and then be able to to state that information to the people around us in a positive yeah. manner. Um, but I. I I get so much intake of negativity and uncertainty that I think we need to be able to filter that. And as leaders within our, our own families, within our own companies and within our own, our, our own industries, it's really 
reliant upon us to be able to filter the information and to be able to speak a positive voice. Um, mm. And it's just it's just so imperative that we ourselves are are actually educated and not looking at rumor, hearsay, uh, falsehoods mm. that that, that so, we're getting in. Yeah, and because, you know, I love this. Go ahead, uh, well, go ahead, go ahead. That, that being said, Chad, we really need then to pass that on to our customers, our families. And, you know, it really starts at, at, at home, right? When you're talking about your daughters and, and, and our own families. And certainly we all have family around us now, probably more so than, than ever. Um, <laughs> right. That it's just, it's really important that, that we're able to share the positive message. And I don't mean to put a, a, a rose covered glass on this because this is certainly um, a, a, yeah. a terrible time for, for everybody. But at the same time, um, this also does provide us, if we kind of segue back into a sales realm just for a moment, um, this certainly does provide us with an opportunity that I know a lot of people are not taking. And I think oh. by showing leadership, empathy, um, patience, <clears throat> creativity, it gives us a lot more opportunity mm. to build the relationship that we as salespeople and as sales leaders um, put the number one value in, and that is the relationship. So although we can't have that personal relationship right now, we can maintain it. And oh, I know yeah. a lot of our competitors um, are not doing that right now. No, I, I, listen, this is, go ahead, Matt, go ahead, Matt. No, I think when we're talking about, as we're talking about creating that certainty, and we're talking about from the, from the sales perspective and from our team's perspective and the people that we work with and around, in order to, if someone is uncertain, whether it's a customer, whether it's a team member, whether it's your spouse or your kids, how do you go about making sure? Well, it could be a matter of changing someone's mind in general or taking uncertainty and, and, make, and creating certainty from it. And that is the human element. You have to, we have to acknowledge first, we have to hmm. acknowledge that someone feels a certain way. And if we're talking about, making sure we're staying in contact with our backlog and with our prospects and those type of things. And if, if you've got a customer or yourself or your teammate, they're, they're feeling uneasy about something, having just this canned response or this email blast that you send out mm -hmm. yeah. is not going to help the create worst. certainty. It's good. It's going to harm it because they're yeah. they Then the BS meters going off, right? Correct. Like this, this person is not, thinking about my best interest. They're only protecting X. So we have right. to acknowledge what someone's feeling yeah. and then talk about that. Because think about, I mean, if you have, if you have kids or what, first thing, if you just ignore what they're saying, then they're going to ignore what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So true. If, if, listen, in the absence of like, I, I see, you know, I, this is what I foresee happening. I think, unfortunately, with a lot of the average salespeople. And listen, if you're on this call, you're not average because you're already investing in, in more, right? You're trying to figure out more. And so, but I think what's going to happen with a lot of average salespeople is they're going to be afraid to call their customers. They're going to be afraid to, and not having the conversations provide, listen, it comes down to this very simply. Every interaction or non-interaction you have with a customer, a prospect, a loved one, whoever, you're either adding certainty or taking certainty away. That's it. There's no in between. So if I, so right now, if I'm not calling every single prospect that I've been working with, every single buyer that I've been working with, every single loved one, every single, if you think about trades, if you're a superintendent, most of the trade labor that we have, these are family run companies. Now there are some big companies that use larger companies, but those people, 
or uncertain? What, how's this going to affect me down the line? I'm saying you may run have a, a major shortage of painters six months from now, three months from now, because they couldn't stay open, right? We have to provide certainty to them. So we're either adding certainty or taking certainty away. And when we understand the power of that and understand that your customer right now, Matt, somebody that is one of your customers, if we're not personally reaching out and having a conversation with them, where we're pumping them full of certainty, I assure you, somebody else is going to. Somebody else is going to, or they're going to go looking for certainty. Yeah. People are going to have a lot of time on their hands right now, and this is going to be a gut check to who really is beside me, who really is a trusted advisor, and who really is a vendor. Vendors are going to be cut. Trusted advisors will be held onto and embraced. Would you, you agree with that, Dave? Yeah, I, I really see it as a partnership chat, and it's really the partners yeah. within an organization are going to differentiate themselves rather than the vendors of an organization. And as we're talking right now, you know, I'm just thinking about myself. What are the things that I can do today to provide certainty to our customers and to our clients? Right. Um, yeah. Anybody who I was working with, um, what can I do myself now that I have, you know, I've got a little bit more time. I was supposed to travel today. Um, so now that I have a little bit more time, what can I do? to make an impact on their lives. And it may not be a financial reward today, but what it does do is it provides that stability for me in the future. And I think that's something that we really have to have to look at. You know, one of my least favorite things, and it's, it's an expression, is stepping over a dollar to pick up a dime. Sorry, yeah, stepping over yeah. a dollar to pick up a dime and really looking at a short-term win compared to the longer-term gains that we so rely on. And it, it there's just so much opportunity to pick up those dollars, but it's not going to happen today. That's the one thing to keep in mind. Agreed. But there is so much more opportunity to build those longer-term relationships that that we rely on. So people are there for us. Yeah, man, I love that. This is I I've seen. I just saw an article the other day. I think it was yesterday about this guy who bought all the antibacterial soap and all the all this stuff on Amazon. Right, he hoarded it. Right, and Amazon shut it down. They're like, you can't sell it now. Right. Yeah. And it's because your intent isn't right. See, right now, your intent has to be. I think your intent always has to be. I, I have a very strong faith and my faith tells me that I, my, uh, I have a moral obligation to contribute to the well-being of others. And I put that intent first. Now, am I fallible? Of course. But right now, people are going to be looking for what is your intent? So if I'm calling a homeowner, is your intent for you, for me as a, as a prospective buyer to comfort me? Or is it for you to try to upsell me? Is it for you to take advantage of me? And, and the people with the wrong intent, they're going to be exposed. I assure you, they're going to be exposed really quick. So if you're, it's, hey, I want to reach out to you because I know that you are probably going through some uncertainty right now. And I want to give you empathy. I want to give you love. I want to give you uh, uh, a certainty because it's the right thing to do. Not because I want to try to line my pockets. Now, the the sales will be a will be a result of your empathy and your intent. They're not. Does that make sense? Do you agree with that, Matt? Like that's a result. Like you could have Absolutely. a ton of great results right now if you have the right intent and the right empathy for what people are dealing with. Correct. Uh, without question, with it, with intent. Always sales is with good intent, the byproduct, the ancillary effect of good intent is always going to be rewarded with the sales on the other side, without a doubt. Yeah, no question. And so what are some ways, like I think I think one of the ways, like let's say, let's say 
people are going to telecommute. Like I think a, a lot of a lot of things are going to have to change right now. And this isn't business as normal. I think anybody who tells you business as normal is misleading you. This is business in the new normal. Right, this is business in the new yeah. normal. So right now, the way we're communicating right now is going to be the new normal for a little bit. And so yeah. right now, this isn't about cancellation. If somebody, if, let's say you had an appointment with somebody tomorrow, but you can no longer get to them, they can no longer get to you. I don't call and say, hey, listen, I, I know we have to cancel because you can't come to the model home. It's, it's conversion, not cancellation. So I'm converting them to a face-to-face. -face. So, hey, listen, Matt, I know we were supposed to meet face-to-face -face in the model. Unfortunately, the models are closed and you know, I wanna make sure you're safe and I'm safe. So what I've done is I have gone ahead and set up a Zoom link that we can have our conversation via Zoom, via live feed. Uh, so, so here, let me send you the link. I'm not saying, hey, do you still wanna meet? I'm not, I'm converting it from a, not from a cancellation, but to a, I'm converting it to a face-to-face -face via Zoom or via, would you agree with that? Like, this is the new norm. Absolutely. Embracing what the new norm is. This doesn't mean the new norm forever. This just means no. the new norm for where we are. And I think if you think it's like what you were saying, if you think it's business as usual, then you're going to stumble a little bit. But you've got to embrace where we are and think through. And one of the things, you know, I, I woke up this morning and really wanted to think about some clarity of what are some what are some things that we can focus on? And for me, I was paying attention to the website you were talking, you were mentioned earlier, we're gonna see more, more content consumed over the next couple of weeks than ever before. And that's a massive, that, that's almost unimaginable how much content that actually is. Um, but looking at the numbers, I've, obviously I've only have access to builders that, uh, builder partners that we work with, but looking at the numbers, website activity, that is ringing true. If we were to look at numbers month to date, March 1st through yesterday, the 15th of 2020, and compare that to the same period of where we were with the same date range of last year, I'm seeing website activity and intent up 88%. Wow. In, wow. In, incredible. And, you know, a lot of times, and kind of going back to the sales realm here, a lot of times those are customers who we may or may not have ever spoken with before, Matt. You know, if, right. if, if we're tracking our customers and, and their digital engagement with us, it sure gives us an opportunity. And again, we want to have that personal level of communication and, you know, kind of switching to, to what we can do. Working for a CRM company, you know, we talk a lot about process. We talk a lot about consistent communication. And a lot of those messages are automated. And... What I highly recommend is that we take a look at what those automated messages are to this moment mm -hmm. and we reconfigure them to match yeah. the world that we're living in right now. And yeah. a lot of times I will consult on what those automated messages should be. And I'm saying we need to really take a look at, at, at what those should be and we need to reconfigure them. I received a message yeah. this morning from an email that I had actually consulted on and it was an automated message that was a 30 day follow up after a, uh, after a walk in. And the message did, did not resonate with me understanding that what we're facing on a Monday morning, for example. So I think we need to really go in and look at the messaging that we're sending out to our customers and saying, is this appropriate right now? And if it isn't appropriate, we need to stop it. We need to take a much more personal approach. Mm -hmm. And it gives us an opportunity. I'm looking at the amount of website activity that there will be. There is now an opportunity to engage, but the engagement has to be different than what we were doing two weeks yeah. ago. 
Yeah, so true. I, I've gotten so I'm a I'm a, a, a titan because of how much I travel. I'm like a titanium elite member for Marriott, right? And so I got this I got this blanket email from Marriott. I think I got one yep. from Southwest. I got one from American Express. I've gotten one from every company I do business yep. with, right? Yep. And I understand that what they're trying to do is they're trying to provide certainty. That email's meant to provide certainty, right? So maybe maybe the the chairman of Marriott can't call me and give me personal certainty. But there's no reason why we as salespeople can't call our backlog and give them personal certainty. There's no reason why um, we can't, um, every day we should be doing something to provide certainty and changing the message up. There's no reason why right now, every salesperson that's on this call can't be writing a handwritten card to somebody right now, or can't be sending them, Matt, Matt Riley is famous for this, and I think it's one of his, uh, best things he does and that's he makes these video messages right there's no reason why you can't send a, a personalized video message out to me those are the things right now yeah. that's going to separate the professionals from the amateurs and this is why the cre like the yeah. best of the best they're not only they may not you may not see a ton of sales i still think you'll see a lot of sales in the next couple of weeks but i think four weeks from now everybody that provided certainty during these four weeks their door is going to have is going to is gonna, there's going to be a line going out there door to do business with them. You, yeah. you, does that make sense, Matt? You agree with that? Like, they get to Dave's point and change your messaging to reflect yep. the tonality and the delivery of it. Yeah, tonality. I, and, and I'm looking at my, I wrote this down this morning after my uh, workout and in preparation for talking about this. So I'm literally, this isn't like a, a presentation. I literally wrote down thoughts. And for me, I've got I had five key things, right? Perspective patience, operational excellence, innovation, and messaging. And from there, that's perspective. Perspective is, this is not 2008, 2009. If you were a part of 2008, 2009, you've got that PTSD, that flashback going on. This isn't that, but it is different. And it is a period of time and it's okay. And that's what makes this part human. We talk about humanize the experience, not not just brush it off and be like, oh, it'll be fine. Just hang in there. Patience is we have to accept that we're going to wait it out. We, this is going to have to be something that is going to take some time. We're going to make sales now. And I've talked to Bill. I talked to builders this morning who were just slammed this weekend. But in general, we know that we're going to have to wait it out. And the ironic thing about waiting it out is if we start seeing things that are absolutely out of our control, like the government, if the government enforces lockdowns, right? Those things to help humanity are going to have a negative byproduct on our economy for a period of time. So know that we have to have patience. Number three is gonna be operational excellence, right? So we've gotta make sure that our systems and processes have to be on point. If they are on point, you're not gonna feel it as much. If they aren't on point, now is the time to act, right? Now is the time to act because you, chances are you already have the tools. You just don't, you're lacking some execution and, in, and replace the word execution with accountability, right? And the good news is, is execution slash accountability costs zero dollars. Yeah, love that. Zero dollars. Number four was innovation. We've got to think different. We've got to act different. Just like instead of saying, hey, we can't meet face to face. We're going to set up a Zoom. We're going to set up a GoToMeeting. We're going to set up platform of your choice to have a conversation face to face. And we're going to be able to actually go through that contract together. And I'm going to bring yeah. some calmness and some certainty to what we're doing in this period of time. 
And the last one is what Dave was alluding to for me was messaging, right? How is our messaging? How is our tone? It needs to be appropriate to where we are. And for me, it's no hard selling and it's no fire sales because that also brings uncertainty to what we're doing. And so that was, that was my that. this Love morning that. moment of clarity for five key points. Love. That was a great one. Dave, go ahead. Let me just uh, yeah. interject there for a minute. And when we talk about in innovation, I think this gives us the opportunity to understand that there are additional tools out there to enhance our selling, even moving forward past past our crisis that we're in right now. And when we look at tools that we're on right now, either GoToMeeting, Zoom, um, there's, there's, there's a number of them. Um, I think this provides an opportunity for sales agents to better themselves even moving forward. I can't think of, of a situation, and Matt, you can certainly speak to this as well. Have, I can't think of a situation over the last 15 years that I've ever had a question about a sales agent on, on the floor within a model using a go-to meeting. Um, I, I've never had a question about that from a sales agent. How, how would you use a go-to meeting to do a virtual, um, uh, to do a virtual se uh, uh, session? And I think moving forward, this gives us so much more opportunity because number one, not everybody can get down to our model homes, regardless if we're in good times or bad. So it gives us that opportunity. Um, second thing is it's a much more personal experience where we can see one another and we can also do a presentation. And I think yeah. it just brings that much higher level of, of personalization. Like Chad, you're in Maryland. Matt, you're in South Carolina, I'm in Canada. Um, the three of us have this connection right now just because of this technology that we can all, all share. Yeah. It's super cheap to, to utilize. And the benefits far, far outweigh any of the costs that, that yeah. even after this is over. Using these types of tools, these virtual tools, gives us that much more opportunity to show our leadership and as well as our professionalism. Man, I go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. And, yeah, no, uh, I mean you're and, exactly and, right. Yeah, we're, Chad, we're, on we're on go to meeting yeah. at the moment, but you know, if you want as a salesperson, like there's tools out there. Zoom, for instance, you can set up a free account for Zoom, and one-to-one -one meetings yeah. are video meetings are unlimited. If you feel like if there needs to be more than one person, it's a whopping fifteen bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. utilize these tools. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think, um, I think, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. No, I think, I, I think I, what's I, really I, important I, to understand here is we as salespeople, we have been comfortable doing things with the way we've been doing it for a while. The people that are going to have the most success are the people that are able to adapt the quickest and understand I need to get comfortable being uncomfortable for a little while. And I need to do it for the sake of my buyers. I need to do it for the sake of my children. I need to say, do it for the sake of my loved ones. And for my, I'm saying this is, this is again, I'll go back to it. This is where the best of the best, one of the greatest tools is they're able to adapt and continue to move forward. This is not a road closure. This is a detour in the right direction. Yeah. Because what I mean by that is, we're we're built for this. We're built. If you look at and one of the ways I asked you earlier, Matt, how do we how do we as individuals give certainty? We got to fill it up with ourselves first, right? Take two minutes. Take three minutes. Take five minutes. Take thirty minutes today, and look at your track record. Look at your track record, right? You have, anybody that is that is listening to this call has, has survived one hundred percent of the adversities that they've been hit with. Every, everybody on this call has found 100% of the diversity. They're, we're resilient. We're resilient. And so we can find a way. And so getting on Zoom, if you've never done it, man, find somebody that has, right? GTS, Google that shit, and you'll figure out how to do it. I'm saying don't allow 
the fear of what what we don't know to stop us from providing certainty. We have to, hey, you know what? I know I'm a professional. I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna move forward. I'm gonna continue doing this. I'm doing it because if I don't, if I don't, somebody else will. And you'll be left on and, and here's the and here's the the the, uh, the brutal truth that everybody in this call knows. You have a bad month now, you have a bad six weeks now, you feel it now, and you're gonna feel it again in six months, right? Because we right. pay we pay for this, we pay for the same mistake twice. We pay for it when it happens, and then we pay for it when it actualizes, right? So so find some way, and I think one of the real important things too, which we haven't mentioned, is like take time for yourself. Now, it's, that almost sounds contra contradictory to what I've said earlier about, you know, pour into your customers, pour into your customers, pour into your customers. But listen, this is an unbelievable opportunity you've been given to uh, to, to spend time, you know, reacquaint like me. I travel. I've been on, uh, I can't even tell you how many flights already this year, but I can't fly for the next three weeks. So I plan on every day spend, and my kids are now going to be home for three weeks, right? I'm going to spend spend time every day talking to them. We're going to watch, you know, one documentary a week together. We're going to shoot basketballs together. We're going to, we're going to do things that's going to forward my relationship. We're going to, my wife and I are going to go for a walk each night, right? So we don't get to see each other a lot. So personally, Take this opportunity to better yourselves and better those relationships around. Read a book. Write 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 ten pages of your of your novel that you've been waiting to release. Make some videos. Do do something to better yourself as well, Dave. I'm saying, in every in every challenge, there's there's opportunity. In every adversity, there's opportunities, and we have to capitalize on it. Would you? I'm saying, would you agree with that, Dave? Yeah. Even if there's one thing that you can take away from this session, it is exactly what you said today, Chad. Um, we are about our customers. We're about our, our business. We're all worried about our, you know, what's going to happen next. But this certainly does give us an opportunity to build the relationships that matter the most, and that's with your family and and, and yeah. your friends. And I think you're right. I mean, we, we're all on flights. We're all busy. We spend hours and hours at work, and now we are we are at home. Many of us, and we're trying to deal with this. So it certainly gives us an opportunity that we've never been given before. No. No, to hit the pause, you know, we we can we can either choose to hit the pause button and stop, or we can continue moving. I started. I there's a group of us that started a challenge today called uh, 75 Hard, right? And it's a uh, it's literally the the toughest mental physical challenge I've ever done in my life. And I was I was talking to somebody today, and they were like, "Yeah, I don't know if the 75 Hard was meant to be done during a pandemic." And I think you probably have a free pass to stop. And I was like. There's no way I'm stopping. Like it just started today. There's zero chance I'm not doing this. And this is because we are every one of us has greatness within us. We already know that. This is going to literally push how great I honestly can be. If I can do this, if I can do the 75 challenge while while during this pandemic, while dealing with all this uncertainty, I'm gonna come out of it such a better person. And and I'm not just talking a better person for me, a better father for my kids, a better husband for my for my wife, a better uh, owner for my employees. It's incumbent upon me to make sure I'm I'm using this time to better myself as well. You with me, Matt? Oh, without a doubt. You you use the word filling the cup. I used the analogy before of parts of energy, right? You only have so many parts of energy in a day in a week in a month that you can give and in order to continue to give those parts of energy you have to continually be feeding yourself those parts of energies of energy or continually filling your cup continually challenging yourself because 
Reality is being happy is really progression. That's what derives, that's what gives us happiness is progression and uh, yeah. continually striving for excellence. That is what's going to, for me, that's what fills me. And that's what allows me to continue to fill others. Yeah, man. So good. I think, I think, I think a lot of people, we understand this in theory, but man, we, we let our cup run dry and we're so busy putting the oxygen mask on everybody else first before we put on ourselves. And there's never been a time that's more vital for us to put it on ourselves and to be the beacon. I'm telling you, when I say be the beacon of, of certainty, you're going to be hit from every angle with negativity, with uncertainty, with doubt, with fear. It's gonna come at you from the left, from the right. It's gonna come at you from people you don't expect it. And how do you respond? I understand that it's my role. I have a moral obligation to be that person of certainty in every conversation. And this doesn't mean Pollyanna. This doesn't mean uh, misinformed. This doesn't mean that things, listen, things are really rough right now. And there's people that are really struggling right now. And, but the way that I can help them, the way that I can, I can contribute to them is by giving them certainty, giving them love, giving them gratitude, giving them joy, giving them all those things. And the way that I'm going to get it, I have it within me and I'm going to surround myself. Like I, 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 call, like I called Matt a couple of times. I called Dave, Dave, let's do this thing. I call people around me that when I feel my cup starting to go low, I call the people that I can count on the most and, and say, hey, I need some certainty. I need some conversation. Let's let's. In this world, we're gonna we we are limited in what we can do by ourselves. We are limitless in what we can do in collaboration with others. That's my that's my belief. Dave, what's your thought? Chad, I I, I have to just number one, thank you for giving this. And and as we're talking to literally hundreds of people today, I'm also absorbing a lot of what you're saying. And this is certainly a reset for me as well. So I really appreciate having the opportunity to uh, to do this with you guys. And your message could not be any clearer. And it certainly resonates very clearly with me. Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. So, so yeah. let's end Thank with you. this. Let's end with, I don't know if we have questions, but let, let me, let me end with, with, with um, each of our kind of takeaways. One thing for me is find a way to continue moving forward. I just ran a marathon two weeks ago in Napa and I was, was towards the 20 mile mark, 21 mile mark. And I was starting to struggle a little bit because I was, I was really pushing my pace far faster than I'd ever done. And 20 miles, I'm starting to hit the pace. 21 miles, I'm starting to hit the, the wall. And this guy comes from behind me, right? I hadn't seen him. I hadn't talked to him. I didn't know who he was. He, he, he um, came from behind me. He goes, just keep moving forward, brother. Just keep moving forward. One step, just keep moving forward. And in one, that was such a, I, I, again, I have a strong faith. I believe that was there was no accident that guy was there on the time that I was about ready to, to, to falter. But two, I think that that's the advice. Like, do something today to move your people forward. Do something today to move yourself forward. We don't have a day to waste. And what I mean by that, we don't have a day to just sit and do nothing because, because people around us are moving forward and we have to adapt with it. We have to, and you have it in you. So whether it's, you know, interest rates are really low, Matt. Grab the lender that you have a great relationship with and just do a Facebook live on why interest rates are so low and why this is a great time to buy a home. Grab a realtor and talk about the real estate market do a Facebook live. Call write a write a handwritten note to every one of your buyers today. You know, call them, make a video message, do something because here's what I do know to be true hundred percent. The greatest intrinsic motivator we have in this world, Matt, is pride. When I feel proud about what I'm doing, when I feel proud about my my place in this world, when I feel proud about my contribution, I'm going to do more of that. 
So the more I do it, the more I'm motivated to do it. That's intrinsic motivation. So do something that makes you really proud of who you were today, not something you're going to regret tomorrow because then you lose that day and it becomes, that becomes your new hole. What would be your advice? And, 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 and man, be grateful because for me, like gratitude is the most important thing in my life. And for me, I'm grateful for the opportunity that people, there's, a, you know, hundreds of people that are listening and say, I'm grateful that I have the life I have and it's up to me to contribute. So be grateful and move forward. What would be your, your advice, Matt? Obviously it starts with being grateful. Um, I think that in general, it is be aware, be a listen and acknowledge what someone else feels and and provide them with valuable information that's going to allow them to continue to propel forward. And if we do that, we're going to be just fine. Mm. Mm. Love it. Dave. Yeah, both of you guys have certainly, you know, your messaging certainly resonates, and and I'm a big believer in in gratitude. Um, everything I, I I do has has a level of gratitude with the people that are around me. So, I, I continually do that. But anything that we can do ourselves to help each other, and I don't care if that's financial, if it's um, working with somebody who's who's got an issue, they've got a problem that 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 you can help solve. Um, mm -hmm be that person that steps up and and does that and make a commitment to do that that that's really it, it it it's it's critical and whether that's a customer that you're working with it's a colleague that that you have it's somebody on your team that needs help or their family needs help i i just really encourage us to do that because again i'm a i'm a huge believer in in gratitude and that is what propels me you know pride and gratitude that is what propels me and that makes me a better person every, every single day and uh, mm. it's just so important that we continually do that. Love, I really love that. You know, somebody said to me recently, um, Chad, things don't happen to us, they happen through us. And this is such a perfect example. What that meant to me was, this, is, this situation isn't happening to me, it's happening through me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna absorb it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn from it, and I'm gonna push it back out into the world. Right. Yeah. So let these things happen through you. And I'm telling you, your place in this world will be will be cemented. And again, the results will be a life of abundance. You were created to have a life of abundance of love and joy and health and all these great things. This is how you get it. You get it by staying positive in the faces of adversity. You get it by staying uh, grateful in the face of adversity. And you get it by being by giving certainty to others, which then fills your cup up with certainty. I feel better about my place in this world. So I, I don't know if we have any questions. Is Angela, Angela, is Angela still on? I don't know. She, how yeah, she I is. am. Yeah, she I'm is. still here. Angela, what's your, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Angela? What's your, what's your? I am proud that we were able to execute this in such a short period of time. And I am so excited that um, we had so many people online today. I am going to really rush to get this, the recording sent out because I think if, I, for one, want to be able to listen to this again because I think it was a fantastic message. Um, what a motivation to start the week. And, um, you know, I think I want to thank all of you for participating. Um, thank everyone for, for listening in today. Um, but thank the three of you for your words of wisdom and reflection. And it, is, it was an extremely positive message and I think a much needed message. Awesome.
Awesome, awesome. Make sure we make sure anybody. I'm, I, I guess I can. I don't want to speak for Dave and Matt, but I will. But make sure if you're feeling uncertain, if you're feeling stuck, then reach out to us. Reach out to me. Obviously, I'm easy to find on social media. Matt and Dave are easy to find. Like, reach out. Like, pick up the phone and say, "I'm just feeling stuck. I just need somebody to talk to. I need some ideas, some suggestions." Because we're all here. This is a big industry, but we're all here to support each other. Would you agree with that, yep. Angela? Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Oh, without a doubt. I was actually going to say, if anybody on here wants to just brainstorm ideas, if they, if they need a, somebody to talk them off the ledge, you can find me on social media, but if you want, write this down. 919-358-9271. If you text me, put your name in the text, but call me. I love that. I always thought your number was 1-800-ROCKSTAR. I don't know, like I dial that number and that's what, just like, it's also one eight hundred something else, but we don't have to go there. Hey, Dave, Dave. Go ahead, Angela. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, the one thing that I think we, we, we take a lot of this information in, and this is something that I, that I always say during these webinars, is we take a lot of this information in. This more than ever, ever than any email uh, presentation that I've done or sales process presentation that I've done, share this with your team. Um, take this recording that you're going to get later today and play it during one of your meetings or do a go-to meeting session with your team. Um, it's such a great opportunity, and this message is, is so critical. So just kind of take a minute, take the information that you've been given, and share it. Again, take this information and, and really capitalize on it. I love it. And Andrew, you know what? That made me think of a really good thing. I'll tell you what. If, if anybody that's listening to this call wants to have me, and I'm, I don't know if Matt and Dave's availability, but once I will do a live call with their team at any point if somebody wants it. No charge. Just let's yeah. get on a call. Let's brainstorm us. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. There's, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to make money off of this and charge you with their get quick rich schemes or their buy this or buy that. I just want to contribute. I want to be part of somebody's success and somebody's life. So I just want to contribute. And I know Dave and Matt feel the same way. And I think that's why we, the three of us paired up is because like there's, there's such great, you have people like Chris Hartley, you have people like Matt, people like Dave, people like Molly that are, that are in this industry, people like yourself, Angela, people like Monica, the work, you know what I'm saying? I put her through the rigmarole the last three days setting this up yeah. and she pulled off yeah, a did. miracle. Um, <laughs> you say, yeah, you did. And she pulls off a miracle. These are because people just want to do great things and yeah. be, we're capable of great things. So just reach out to one of us and let's set something up. I think Matt made a great yeah. uh, gesture there. We're all here to, to do this together. It's not a me, it's a we. Yeah, and, and I think um, we can feel certain that in the email that we send out, our contact information will be in there. So please don't hesitate to reach out if you need a hand with, with, with anything, um, whether it's CRM related or, or not. Life skills, I may not be able to. I don't think you can say. I don't think you say. Well, I don't think you're allowed to say we can give you a hand. We'll give you an elbow. We'll give you an elbow. Yeah, that's exactly. Okay, Angela, take it away, Angela. There was just there was one question, Chad, Mike, and fantastic. Actually, there's been several comments just of appreciation for all of you um somebody wants your number again matt but i'll uh, i'll send that to them <laughs> uh there was one question from from mike chad mentioned different levels of certainty um can you review um the others aside from rational i have to put my glasses on yeah so there's, there's rational certainty so the rational certainty is certainty that is uh, justified based on facts 
right? And then there's irrational certainty, which is just a, which is given based on uh, intuition or faith without any facts, without any justifiable facts. And then there's absolute certainty. And absolute certainty doesn't exist, but a lot of people want to give you absolute certainty. So if somebody's, and we want to stay away from that, because if somebody says, hey, I, I'm absolutely certain this is going to happen. I'm absolutely certain this is going to last two weeks. I'm absolutely certain the market's going to come back. You will lose credibility. You will lose credibility really fast. So that we want to stay. We only want to pedal in uh, certainty. And listen, I was a non-believer. Two weeks ago, I said, this is an all media hype. This is just the flu. This is nothing. This, that was me. I was that guy. And, and as I started to read more, as I started to investigate more, I started to understand what they were talking about. It wasn't me. I'm, if I get this, I, there's a reasonable chance that I'm going to be okay. It's not about me. It's about the 70-year-old the person that I might get sick or the person that has an immune system. This is, so I had to change my perspective based on new facts. That's reasonable facts. And so we want to only deal in reasonable certainty. And if you deal with somebody with the, the challenge, Angela, is somebody that has ir, uh, irrational certainty. These, this is somebody who um, thinks they're right. They believe they're right. But just because you believe you're right doesn't make you right. And the, the challenge is those people are hard to can change because they, we have this thing called confirmation bias, where we have a belief and then we go searching for an answer that matches that belief. Right. So it's. That it's really hard to change them. So the only thing you can do is not get down in the dirt with them. Not it doesn't become a personalization thing. It becomes a let's let's talk more reasonable facts. Let's talk more things that can be that can be given by fact. And if we do that, we become that that beacon of certainty for people. And when you do that, people will come rushing back for more of it. Does that make sense? When you deal with the irrational certainty, people recognize it and they want to stay away from it. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Be that be the person of certainty. Agree with that, Dave? percent Chad. Awesome. Uh, your, your your words resonate so so much, and uh, um, I appreciate you putting putting it in those simple terms for us that really allow us to kind of see what is important and uh, and what we should probably stay away from. Awesome. I have listen. I have to put it into simple terms because I don't. There's not like well, another level. But but for me, for sure. awesome. that's awesome. On that note, right. I want to thank you guys for uh, thank you thank you everyone listening in. Thank you for attending today, and thank you guys for being here. Um, hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you. Talk Much love and gratitude. Bye, guys. Have Bye. a great week. Bye.